What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Simply Walk the Talk. I am your host, Joshua J. Holland. And today we're going to talk about all things NutriSense and continuous glucose monitoring. Um, we're obviously going to go into a lot more, but today on the show, we have Catherine St Staffieri. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> Catherine is a registered dietitian nutritionist, currently working as a nutrition manager at NutriSense, one of the fastest growing health tech startups aimed to help anyone discover and reach their health potential. Catherine has counseled thousands of clients on their their glucose scores, reviewing over 750,000 hours of glucose data and recorded meals in the process, while recommending nutritional adjustments to improve metabolic health. She has a net promoter score of 9.5, which is higher than the industry gold standard of 7.5. Impressive. She holds a master's in nutrition education from Columbia University and completed her undergrad work at the University of Pennsylvania. She enjoys cooking, spending time with her three kids, traveling, and being active. Catherine's philosophy is that you're never too old to make changes in your life to better your mind, your body, and your well-being. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Simply Walk the Talk. Our bodies and minds adapt to what we do most of the time. If you want to change your body and mind, you must change what it is you do most of the time. This podcast explores all things health, wellness, fitness, lifestyle, and biohacking. Stay tuned as we explore various thoughts, methods, and experiences from a multitude of conversations between our interesting guests and experts through many fields of work. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Simply walk the Catherine, thank you for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. I'm pumped to talk about all things NutriSense and CGNs with you. Yeah. Um, just as a quick reminder or note for those that are listening and watching, um, you may have seen me over the years, depending on how long you've followed me, um, you may have seen me with this little tab on the back of my arm. Um, in fact, I, um, I, I've had a lot of experience with CGMs, not nearly as much as, as Catherine, but um, we, we, did a, we did a podcast before I used to do, or before doing video podcasts. Now, I did a podcast with um, Carly Hayes of NutriSense, and I think it was episode 145. Um, and then that was, that was a really good insight into the world of CGM, because a lot of people were asking me, like, what is that on the back of your arm? Does it hurt? And blah, 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 blah. Um, and I just kind of thought, like, it might be great to have you on to maybe answer some of those other questions that people may have had. And to introduce CGMs and NutriSense all together. Um, and I think it might be nice to start with um, one of the videos I posted on my Instagram in which I, I showed my journey most recently with NutriSense. So maybe Gordon, if you could play that. CGM stands for Continuous Glucose Monitor. So in the box here, we've got a few things. We've got this, we've got the quick start guide, the two little uh, hatches or covers. So I'm gonna open this up. 
Inside, we've got some instructions. We've got the, the applicator, and then we've got the sensor pack itself. Alcohol prep pads. Let's go through the quick start guide. We download the app, apply your sensor, locate where we want to place this. And so when I did this in the past, I did it on the back of my left arm, so I'm gonna do that again. So step two is you wanna clean the area. Clean this area. Step three, open the sensor. We're going to twist off this little cap. There we go. Step four, place this inside of the sensor pack. Push down. Step five is we pull up. So that, now, that's the, the sensor that is on the applicator. This is what's going to go on the arm. Apply this to the back of the arm. Step seven, we push, listen for the click. And then step eight, we pull it off. Make sure that it's on. Apply the protective bandage. And voila. <laughs> this is... <laughs> All right, so that that's what we're going to be talking about today um so catherine like let, let's just kind of start with your background and your involvement with nutrisense and um let's just kind of have some fun sure i have to say first off bravo to you for not flinching i mean you just applied <laughs> that sensor like bam you, you just attacked it i was very impressed so uh we can talk about that as well <laughs> thank you thank you well i, I must say after doing it like several times and also I, I do a lot of like blood work and I get you know poked and prodded quite a bit so none of that stuff really affects me but I, I I'm certain that there's others out there that are like ah! and sometimes the sound of the click is is it creates this flinch more than anything you know so totally totally well you crushed it <laughs> thank you thank you yeah so um so let's let's start with your involvement with with nutrisense and and maybe just give people an idea of like why would it even be something that they should consider getting for their life absolutely so um my background is uh i'm a registered dietitian you went um through all that but it's actually a second career for me i used to work in finance uh, in new york city and um really realized that my passion and uh where i wanted to dedicate my life was to helping people improve their health and wellness which i think uh you agree with me in terms of um these these passions and hopefully you know making our careers down these paths so uh i worked um in various outpatient settings uh once i got my degree and then I came across NutriSense and I said, this is incredible. This is a great way to reach so many people, providing them with real-time data specific to their bodies. Uh, and this is such a wonderful way to be able to reach people from a nutritional standpoint and to help them make actionable changes to improve their life. So we think NutriSense is really, what we love to say is that it's really personal. It's really based on the individual. What happens uh, to Josh Holland does not necessarily happen to me, does not happen to um, you know, your neighbor. And so what we want to offer to everyone here at NutriSense is the ability to really hone in on your own data, your own health, and uh, really help you achieve your own goals. I really love that. That that last piece is, is extremely important because um, there's there's a lot of at least in my experience, I, I receive a lot of questions about, you know, I, I read this article or I saw this post and, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? And 
I like to use there, there's this program called Life Force that I, I work closely with, and their tagline is stop guessing, start addressing. And I feel like that can apply to to this as well, right? It's like to kind of know what it's like to know how your body reacts to especially like your your glucose levels, um, how it reacts to workouts, how it reacts to sleep, how it reacts to certain foods. Because, you know, let's face it, sometimes we think just because we're eating quote unquote healthy that we're eating the right things for our bodies. And when you see a spike in your, your you know, insulin or your glucose levels, you might realize that maybe this is not as healthy for me as I thought it was. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, please, please. No, I think, I think that's really, we get uh, so many of our members come to us and they, they have so many questions, right? Maybe they've gotten a diagnosis recently from a doctor's visit, or maybe they're just feeling off. Um, you know, maybe they're trying to train, they're an athlete and they're trying to train and they're really trying to optimize their performance. Um, coming af off of COVID and uh, I think people are really focusing in on their health and well-being and longevity. So having this device as a tool, plus you're paired with a dietitian. So that's also why NutriSense is so special. I think there are some competitors out there. I won't name names. Um, but I think we are so special because you not only get the device as you inserted and you get our app as you've used, but you also get a registered dietitian on the other end. Yep, absolutely. Um, that works with you specifically. That's, you know, you had Carly who was helping you out and she was analyzing your data day to day. I have worked with so many people and I say, okay, what are your goals, Josh? Absolutely. Let's use this tool. And I'm looking at your data and you're looking at the data and we can work together to make sure that you reach what you want to. So that's why I think we are so special and how we can help anyone. I think anyone can benefit from this kind of data. Well said. And, you know, I, I think it's probably important to kind of maybe go back to the the idea of con continuous glucose monitoring, right? Like this has been around for a while. Um, and I, I know one of the things that I can bring up is, is that for a long time, you had to have a prescription to be able to use it. And it was mostly geared towards diabetics or people with prediabetes or people that have risk for diabetes. Um, can you maybe touch on that and like how we how we've gotten to where we are now with NutriSense and some of the other competitors? Yeah, absolutely. So these devices are still incredibly important for um, anyone with type one diabetes or type two diabetes. But what we've seen um, from, especially from a nutrition standpoint, is that these can be worn with people without either of those um, underlying conditions, but you can have a myriad of other factors that might be going on in your life. And what we use this data for, we can extrapolate to help you um, you know, if you have an underlying uh, autoimmune condition, or perhaps you're worried about um, cardiac issues, maybe um, as a woman you're going through, um, you know, perimenopause, we can use this data to help you optimize whatever you're going through. So absolutely, this is certainly a device that was um, created and uh, traditionally has been used for diabetics, but we've found that there's an application well beyond that. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think piggybacking on top of that is it, it was very cumbersome to, especially for diabetics, um, you know, type one or type two, doing the finger prick testing, right? 
let's face it, like one, it's it's a lot of waste, I think, that is generated from having to finger prick multiple times a day. Two, it doesn't feel good, right? Like again, like having to prick your finger a couple times. Like I did that in the beginning. I think the first time I ever tried it, uh, forget what program doesn't really matter, but um I did the whole finger prick thing for a period of time. In fact, the first time I ever tried it, I I needed to um what's the word? Like calibrate. Yeah. I needed to calibrate it by doing a finger prick. And then it immediately allowed me to kind of empathize with those who used to do this every day, all day, because it was required for them to live, you know, a, a, a moderately healthy life. Um, and so I'm actually very thankful that there is something like continuous glucose monitoring because it's essentially one stick and it's, you know, it can stay in there for up to two weeks. Um, there may be other programs out there that maybe can last a little bit longer, but um, maybe can you touch on that a little bit? Because I, I know since you've dealt with so many clients, um, maybe you can talk about some of the testimonies of people that are so much happier now without having to do the finger prick all the time. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And if you think you would flinch inserting the CGM, imagine having to continuously do, you know, to do that multiple times a day before and after meals. What we love about our sensor or using the sensor is that it's continuous, right? That's the really key word for us when we're looking at someone's data. We are seeing a 24-7 look at what's going on inside of your body. I think that's fascinating. Like, what? how else can you do that? I mean, we've got really good trackers that a lot of people um, are wearing right now, aura rings, whoop bands, you know, heart rate variabilities, your Apple Watch, things like that. But I think that the glucose monitor is fascinating because it's like, it's, you know, what are, what are you eating? You can see on a continuous basis how your body is um, working on it. You can see how stress is impacting your body. You can see how exercise is impacting your body and sleep, all of that data, uh, which all of us have all of that in our lives right now. So the continuous um, data collection is really helpful for us as dietitians to notify, uh, to notice patterns in your data, um, patterns in your daily life. Maybe you travel, maybe you don't travel. What does traveling look like to you? Do you have a stressful job? Um, I've had people that um, have stressful jobs and literally every morning at like 8 a.m. their glucose rises and it stays up until they drive home at the end of the day. Now, if you were trying to finger prick yourself, you know, you'd be pricking at 8 a.m., pricking at noon, pricking at four and trying to get an idea of like, well, where am I during the day? This gives you the continuous range of what's going on. So people are fast, particularly because they might not be pricking their finger at the right time of day. Like, you know, they have this stressful weekly meeting um, and they don't realize how that's affecting their health or they're working out with their trainer and they're not properly fueling but they're not finger pricking at that point. So it's so eye-opening for people to be able to see this, these patterns and how this stuff happens on a, on a 24 seven basis. Absolutely. And, and also just imagine throughout the day, um, if you've pricked your finger and you don't get enough blood or you don't get a proper reading, it means you gotta do it again and again, and you gotta keep doing it, right? Um, so, so that's one piece. Um, the other thing that comes to mind, and, and I try to put myself in the in the the seat or the shoes of a person watching or listening, um, the difference also between finger pricking and a CGM is that one is designed to measure the blood, where the other is designed to me measure the interstitial fluid. 
Can you touch on that so that we can kind of get a sense of why, you know, how they both could be good, but why one might be better? Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of the design of the two different devices. If you were ever use a finger uh, prick device. Um, yes, it's measuring the blood in your glucose and the CGM is measuring the blood, uh, the, the glucose in your interstitial fluid. And we like to compare it. We use a train analogy. So it's um, the glucose that is in your blood is sort of going to show up faster. So that's going to be at the front of the train. And then as the train you know, works its way through the interstitial fluid, then, then the glucose then hits your interstitial fluid. So it really only matters when we're calibrating. And some people might say, well, I took my fin you know, finger stick and it's reading 95, but my CGM is reading much lower. Why is that? And we like to explain it that you know the glucose has hit your blood. It just hasn't gone quite yet. It's about a 20 minute, 20 to 30 minute lag time for it to then reach your interstitial fluid. Um, but they're both accurate and precise. What we like to focus mostly with our clients, and I'm sure you saw that too, was that we like to look at the trends over time. That's really where we find it to be most impactful. So over time, over the course of a week or a couple of days, what's your morning fasting glucose looking like? You know, over time, have we been able to lower your average while you're sleeping? That's the kind of really impactful data that we're looking at. Thank you for bringing that up because that's that's something that I touch on, you know, within my health coaching practice. I touch on, um, let's forget about what the number is because a lot of people like to compare numbers, right? Oh, well, I had a 75 and you have a 95. Like, oh, I must be healthier than you. And that's like, well, let's let's look at the trend of it, right? And, and one of the things I really loved about, um, I think about like working with NutriSense was I had this accountability measure, right? It was something that I knew that when I woke up in the morning, I'm going to take my phone, open up the app, just literally hold the phone near the, 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 um, what do you call this? The indicator, sensor. The, yeah, the sensor, the sensor, the sensor, you just get it near the sensor. It does a little beep. And then it shows you all of the, the ups and downs that happen throughout the night, which is really cool because to get that data, I did not have to prick my finger. It's just there. It's, mm -hmm. it's there as long as you keep that sensor in. Um, and then it, it, it's kind of like, I like to gamify it a little bit, right? So if I want a better score, a better number, then I'm going to adjust my lifestyle to do so. And I think that's, that if nothing else is, is a, a reason for people to at least try it. And when you try it for, you know, uh, I think it's, it's, is it, is NutriSense still 14 days? The sensor lasts, it's the, it's the hardware, the sensor lasts 14 days and then it expires. So we offer our, our shortest package actually is a one month. So you get two sensors um, and a full month of dietitian support. Beautiful, right? So again, it's like, I think it's worth it for everyone, anyone listening, watching, um, to at least try this for the, 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 the shortest package, just to try to see how your life might change. Um, and during all of that, I also had the great pleasure of doing a Prolon uh, FMD, fasting mimicking diet, while I was using my NutriSense. And so there's another video I did uh, documenting my Prolon journey in which I was able to also show not only like, you know, what was happening with my, my uh, BMI, my body mass index and my weight and, you know, things like that, my sleep score, but I was also able to show what was happening with my glucose levels. And so I thought it was just like perfect timing to kind of have all of that together. And of course, 
I don't want to make people think that you have to get all these things in order to live a healthy life, but why not? You know, try it for a month, see what it can do for you. And, uh, you know, that's why we're here. That's <laughs> why so we're talking about it. I mean, honestly, you know, we were talking about trends and when you go to your doctor for your annual physical or, you know, any of your members that are listening to this, you know, you might, your doctor might say things are trending this way, like your blood pressure or your A1C or your cholesterol levels, you know, doctors, sometimes you're getting this one time a year blood draw and they're, you know, sort of looking back a past couple of years and they're saying, well, you're trending this way, right? So we like to say, well, why not reverse that trend, right? If you think that you're going down a path where your A1C is going up, like let's move that, you know, let's move that back. If your fasting glucose that you get in that annual lab work is going up, let's bring that down. It can be any of these things, right? That maybe you're seeing a trend in the wrong direction. We can, we can help reverse that trend back. Um, which I think is super helpful for, you know, for anyone out there. Well said. So that brings me to the question of, are there any contraindications that you can, that you can think of or that you've uh, experienced in terms of using NutriSense? Yeah. Uh, I mean, generally you, you can't be pregnant and wear the, uh, the CGM, at least we don't take on pregnant um, uh, people to, uh, to, to counsel and do that. So pregnancy, um, we'll pop you out. And, you know, being really honest, this can be a triggering um, device, any sort of tracking or wearable. If you are having, uh, struggling with um, an eating disorder or, uh, you know, mentally um, struggling maybe with, with how you approach food, and it's not always the um, healthiest way that you are, are approaching food, um, this is probably not a great program for you. Um, if you do have a healthy approach to food, if you're you know, willing to make some changes and do some experimentation, this is fantastic. Uh, but we certainly don't want this to bring up any kind of negative feelings for anyone. Well said, well said. Um, yeah, I think this is a, a, a probably a good segue uh, to jump into our Pomodoro break, and then I can start asking some more deep uh, questions about all things NutriSense. Um, as I mentioned before we started recording, I like to do a Pomodoro break at some point throughout the show to kind of break things up a bit. Um, is there something that you could offer to the viewers and the listeners um, as a way to kind of take a break? So I'm going to share this with you. I keep this next to my computer while I'm working. It's this little happy Buddha guy. One of my oh. very dear friends gave it to me. And it reminds me to smile and to lift my arms up and just, you know, be grateful and to say, okay, I can do this. <laughs> just smile and put your hands up like the Buddha. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing my raise the roof Buddha smile. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, but he's exactly. got such, I'm trying to, to, to put it the right way in the camera. Sorry, but he's got such a great little happy face. I love it. <laughs> oh, the, that makes me happy. So thank you for that. That's a great Pomodoro break. It's very, very fun. Um, but it, it does serve as a good reminder. And I love that you have that nearby uh, because it's just it's right there. Right. And and again, to kind of bring this back to NutriSense, having this sensor on your arm is also a reminder. Right. I love how every once in a while the app will, as long as you have your notif notifications turned on, will kind of remind you that you need to, need to do a scan because it wants to kind of um, to kind of scrub all of the data over the last, let's say, eight hours. I think it's like every eight hours it asks you to do it, right? Yep. So the yeah. sensor, what you have, the hardware, um, stores your data for eight hours and it's collecting it in 15 minute increments. And 
obviously you don't feel anything. There's no buzzing, beeping, nothing like that. It's just storing the data. And like you said, um, you just pick up your phone, you open the app, you hold it up to the sensor and it scans the data onto the app and downloads everything from the past eight hours. So a lot of times people put one on and say, how often do I have to scan this thing? I just ate, do I have to do, I have to do it right after? And we said, nope, you just do it as often as you, you know, as often as you want to. Um, but the data will be stored for eight hours, which is really nice so that, you know, the, the only problem is when we get people that sleep a long time and they're like, oh, yes. I yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, I, I, that happened to me once. Um, I guess I'm happy to announce because um, I had a, day, a, a night throughout all of that because when you're going through a, a prolonged fast, um, for me, I like to, to make sure to go to bed early so I don't have to worry about hunger, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and I ended up being like, I ended up sleeping very long. I think it was like nine and a half hours of sleep. And it just, I ended up missing out on, I guess, an hour and a half of data, but it's okay because everything was going very well anyway. I mean, it was like my, I had the, this last time I used NutriSense was the best numbers uh, that I've ever had in terms of using a CGM. So clearly I was doing some things correctly, um, but I was just happy to be able to have that data. Um, so let, let, let's, let's imagine someone is listening to this and they decide that they want to, to jump on board. Um, on, on one hand, I want people to understand that NutriSense is the service, right? That uh, behind all of it. Right. And so a person could just do it and never check in with their, with their, you know, uh, nutritionist or the, you know, the person that's assigned to them. Um, or you can reach out, I guess, as, as often as, as possible. Right. Um, but let's talk about that. So people get a better understanding on what to expect when they decide to sign up. Yeah. Well, again, like I said, everyone, what we think is so special about us is that everyone that signs up for it gets one free month of dietitian support. Um, and we are highly credentialed, super nerdy, super smart people that are like, like, really excited about glucose data. <laughs> right. Um, this is like, I think honestly, all my colleagues are, we just like nerd out everything. We send each other, you know, did you see this new study about early time restricted eating? I don't know actually if you saw that. Um, there was something, I know the Washington Post, but there was a, a new research study pointing out the um, benefits of eating earlier in the day uh, based on more on your circadian rhythms. And we're all like, yes, yes. You know, like passing this around to each other. Like it, so anyways, you are paired with someone who is well-versed in this area. Not only are we dietitians and we can talk about gut health, cardiac health, all that kind of stuff, but we're really geeking out on your data and we're here to help you. We want our members to have the best experience. We want them to reach their goals. Maybe it's weight loss, maybe it's increased energy, maybe it's better sleep, um, or maybe they have a doctor's appointment coming up and they really want to make sure that their labs are um, finely tuned. You know, we, or again, you could be an athlete and you're like, I've got a marathon coming up. I, I really want to make sure I'm dialed into my fueling. We want to make sure that, that everyone's getting that. So you get your sensor, you apply it, you follow your awesome video. You don't flinch. <laughs> you put it in like a rock star. Um, and then you open up the app and you get a dietitian saying, Hey, Josh, I'm Catherine. I'm here to help you. Let's get, you know, let's get going. And you have access to that dietitian 24 seven during the week. We will get back to you within 24 hours. 
we don't work weekends. Um, and, you know, we're here to answer anything, anything that people have. Maybe it's, um, you know, I don't know what's going on with my glucose at night, uh, or I'm really, really, I'm really craving pasta and carbs all the time. How can I enjoy those without having an energy crash? We're here to help answer all those questions. Well, I, I think this is a good time to bring up some of the things that that people can expect. And I'd love for you to maybe touch on some some interesting uh, testimonies and and one that I would like to offer that you can touch on and then maybe you can bring up uh, you know a few on your own um, is I was fascinated by the difference in the spikes, right? And so um, and, I, and I'm sure you can explain this a lot better than I can, but there there's there's spikes which you know the the graph kind of goes up and then comes down or it spikes up and kind of levels out or it spikes up and then it stays up um and i used to notice there was a difference between my the types of workouts i would do right so if i was doing a an endurance workout i no normally notice that my glucose levels my numbers would kind of stay in the same range, maybe go up a little bit, but it would, would level out. But if I did like a strength workout, like a proper strength workout, it would spike, it would poof, it would go up. And then it would like start to level out and come down, but it wouldn't come down dramatically. It would just, you know, it, it would go up and then it would come down. Can you maybe give some insight as to why that would happen? Absolutely. And I think with the rise of so many different kinds of exercises right now that some people are super into HIIT, some people are, you know, running the steady state cardio. I think people are always like so surprised by what's going on with their glucose when they're working out. They're like, what? This doesn't make any sense. So exactly. when you're doing that super high intensity uh, workout, it's generally anaerobic. You're really taxing your body and you might not have enough glucose in uh, either floating around, um, depending on whether you are fasted, you're working out fasted or fed, you just don't have enough glucose available in your body. So your body will yank it out of storage. We store glucose in our liver and our muscles. So your body will yank it up to meet the demands and needs of that super high intensity uh, workout. So that's why you see that dramatic spike. And then as you're sort of cooling down from your workout, depending on the length of your workout, right, your glucose will start to go down a little bit. Um, generally in like a steady state, most people don't feel like a, a crash, if you will, uh, after a hit workout, they will see the spike and they'll be like, I had no idea that even happened. I didn't feel anything. Right. Um, when it comes to steady state, cardio, elliptical jogging, running, um, stuff like that, uh, even things sort of like a Pilates class or a bar class, something like that, um, you'll see either a flat line or maybe a slight decrease. That's because mm -hmm. what you have available in your body is meeting the, the needs of your energy. But overall, you should see a drop in your glucose later on. You know, if you're working out at night, it could be a flatter overnight levels. Um, or if you're working out in the morning, you're generally going to see lower averages after that, which is great because the way it works is you eat or you don't eat, but you have glucose in your body and this exercise uses it up. That's why we're always a huge proponent of walking after a meal. It's so simple. It's so much easier to do in a city. <laughs> yes. um, you know, it's lighter, there's sidewalks, things like that. Um, it's harder to get some of our more rural members to walk after meals, especially in January. <laughs> facts, um, facts. But, right. uh, but, you know, it's these simple, um, simple little tricks and tips that people can do. Walking uses up the glucose 
from your meal or uses up any extra glucose that's sort of floating around from a, a meal that was an hour or two ago. It's such a great way for your body to use up the energy stores and get you ready uh, for your next meal. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I touch on that a little bit in my book. Um, we call it postprandial activity um, or postprandial walking. And um, it's something that I highly encourage everyone to do. So I'm so glad you touched on that. Um, also, you know, going over what we just talked about, it's it's some people might look at that and go, okay, but so who cares, right? Because it's like, you just explained it in a way that's like, well, the body's gonna do what the body's gonna do. But if you're trying to improve your performance, then it should allow you to understand that maybe if you know you're going to do a high intensity workout, you may want to carb up, you know, you may want to choose. And there's obviously there's healthy carbs and there's non-healthy carbs and there's things like that. But if you have a CGM, you can actually find out the best ways to, um, to nutritionally support your performance, but then also to just gauge your performance overall, right? Most of the time, people are going to feel better when they have the right amount of energy, glycogen, right, to support a high-intensity exercise. Therefore, you're going to perform better, period. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to have a better workout. You're going to you're going to go harder, faster, stronger, longer. I mean, absolutely. You have to fuel the body properly. And I get it. Some people, you know, if they're going to go for a long run, they don't want to have a full belly. Like I, I totally get that. And that's what's great about the CGM is that if you approach it with like an experimental mindset, you can test out a run with, you know, apple and peanut butter. You can test out a run with, you know, orange juice, like a simple sugar that'll, that'll, you know, hit you really fast. <laughs> yeah. You can test out brands like you can, or things with, um, you know, that the fiber that gives you sort of a prolonged energy source, depending on the length of your workout. There's a lot of different ways to, um, to sort of make a test and see what works for your body, what makes you feel the best. Mm. Yeah. Something I, I would love to throw in the, in the mix here. Um, are you familiar with ketones and and the use of like you know exogenous ketones? Yeah. 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 So, um, I, yeah, because obviously, like, so ketones are the fourth fuel, right? Known mm -hmm. as the fourth fuel, and um, I I I don't I can't recall uh much difference as in I saw less of a spike when I would do high intensity interval training when I supplemented with ketones. Has that been your experience with, with uh, other clients? I have to say everyone's really different, right? I feel like um, it's, it's a little bit hard to draw big patterns, but I think if someone is supplementing, again, if ketosis is a goal, that's also something that you can work on. Now, I think sometimes people get confused. They think that the glucose monitor will tell them their ketone levels and it doesn't. Um, mm -hmm. it, you have to use something else. <laughs> you can either do a finger prick. Test. Or breath, yeah. Yeah, or a pee stick if you want to. Um, yeah. So there's a couple <laughs> different ways to do it. But, you know, what we're using is you can use the your glucose levels as a proxy, right? If your glucose levels are very low and very fat, flat, likely is you're using ketones for fuel in your body. Um, we can also, some people are very strict about their carbohydrate intake, right? They're keeping it below 50, below 30. And if you're doing that on a consistent basis, you're likely in ketosis as well. Um, so exactly. And then if you're supplementing with something, um, maybe it's some MCT oil or something like that. Um, yeah, you might, you might see an improvement in your um, performance. You might see a decline in the spike or a, a lesser spike from your workout based on what you're taking beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that's the, the stuff I like to geek out on because 
um, there was a few times. So I, I do something that a lot of people probably aren't as familiar with, which is called electrical muscle stimulation. Mm. And um, without using ketones, if I would do electrical muscle stimulation, especially with a uh, CGM on, um, at some point I know the the electrical stimulus is affecting the the the, the sensor, mm. right? But I was able to kind of move it out of the way. Um, but I would see big spikes because that is to the body and to the muscles. It is a big uh, tax on the system, on the on the nervous system, on the muscu muscular system. Um, but I loved using ketones. Like I was using at the time, I was using um, HVMN Ketone IQ, and I it was almost as if my CGM showed I wasn't doing anything. And I thought that was really cool, but I was having a killer workout, Yeah, you know? So, yeah. So I think I, I only say this and bring this up because anyone that is interested in really, really like tweaking their performance, because um, to my knowledge, the ketone, exogenous ketone supplementation does not affect any of the, um, the, like the water testing and things like that, you know? So it's like, okay, people should be looking into using ketones and possibly testing out, you know, how, how their CGM might affect their performance. And you might be at the top of your, your game with it, you know? Absolutely. And again, I will say what we also like to look at when it comes to a workout is, you know, what time of day were you working out? What time, you know, how far in advance did you take the supplement? Um, and what else maybe was going on? Was it a stressful day? Like, mm. you know, um, you know, what was your fueling like even before that? Were you fasted taking the ketones? You know, all that kind of stuff plays a role in how you feel and how you perform. So absolutely. It's, I don't mean to say that it's, you know, multifactorial, multifactorial, but, uh, mm. but it is, you know, like you, you, we try and keep all the variables constant. We're, we're such like, science geeks we like to say it's all an n equals one experiment when you're wearing this and by n equals one we mean you know if you read a, a science article um you know an experiment something that's published in a journal they always do n equals and the n is the number of people in the study it could be four thousand people it could be 25 people right um mm. and we always like to see studies that are based on large amounts of people which you know is great because it shows over a larger population is this really true or not xyz but we love the CGM actually for the N equals one. This is Josh Holland's data. Yeah. This is his experiment. This is how he's feeling. And this is what's going to work best for him. So, you know, I love, I love the N equals one. And I love that, that you were able to test all that kind of stuff out. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, another thing that I want to make sure we address because, um, you know, it's like, I think I tried, and, and there was a video maybe a while back on my Instagram, I think when I first did NutriSense, um, I, I tried to show a photo of just how long that little, I think it's called a filament. Is that what they call it? The little- yeah. The little yeah. stencil filament, yeah. Yeah, so that filament is, it's like a, a slither of film. It's kind of how I think of it, right? And yeah. that that sliver of film is not a needle, by the way, okay? Now, there is a little needle that allows for the, the insertion of the filament, but right. it, it's there's no needle staying in your arm. So I used to get this question all of the time. What happens if you lay on it, if you bump it, uh, you know, all of these things? Like, does it hurt? You know, can you take a shower with it? Can you get in the sauna with it? Can you get in the cold tub with it? I, I wanna continue doing my life, but you know, can you kind of go over that really quickly? Totally. 
So these absolutely are designed to stay on your body for two weeks. We recommend wearing the patch. That was the last, the black little circular bandage that you put on last um, to help. We also have, you know, we have swimmers, we have surfers, we have people that run ultra marathons, you know, we have people that really put these things through the ringer. Um, and there are special bandages and wrappings that you can, that you can put on it. Um, but it's, you know, it, it should last that, it should last that two weeks and you really don't feel it. It's very rare that you will even remember that it's on your body. And yeah. I've even like literally forgot, I've worn one a bunch of times and I've forgotten people are like, what's on your arm, you know? And you're like, well, <laughs> and now I see people with them on. Like I, I was uh, on vacation with my family and I saw someone wearing one and I was like, oh, he's got it. He's got a CGM on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, you know, they, they don't hurt and you can sleep on it. What you might see is, uh, maybe you saw this in your data, is that when you are sleeping and perhaps you're a side sleeper, if you roll onto that side, it puts some pressure on the CGM. So sometimes you'll see a dip in your glucose and some people, you know, they're like, oh my God, I looked at my data from last night and I, I dropped down to like 50. Like, was I dead? You know, <laughs> what happened? Mm. Um, and we say, no, 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 no. It's just a pressure, just pressure on the sensor. You must've been rolling around in your sleep. You're fine. You're okay. Um, but it does bring up the issue of hypoglycemia, which some people do uh, suffer from. And that's another reason why they might come uh, and use a CGM. I think so many people say, I'm exhausted. I don't know what's going on. I must have low blood sugar, you know, help me. Um, and we can really suss that data out and say, okay, how are you feeling at like three in the afternoon? Your glucose really shot down after lunch. Um, and people are like, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. Like I was having a total hangry moment. I was guzzling coffee. I couldn't stay awake in my meetings, whatever it is. So we can help uh, change your lunch or take a walk, you know, to use up that glucose. So you don't drop down and feel those hypoglycemic, um, symptoms that no one really wants to feel. They're kind of, ugh. um, so, so those are all the things that you can see that you might not even know, uh, were available to you, but you can see it through the CGM. And I just wanted to show you, I pulled up, um, this is my own data. Just, this is just so that everyone can see, I don't know if the glare of my window is there, but at least you can kind of see what the chart looks like, what the graph looks like, the daily score. These are all mm. really interesting metrics that, um, that you get and that your dietitian can help explain to you. Like you scored a 10 for today. That was awesome. You kept your glucose in the right range. All your meals were scored a 10. Um, there's so many ways to slice and dice the data. Yeah. 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 Well said. For the audience listening, it was all tens on her app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well said. Thanks, thanks, Gord. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, she's she's got it down, obviously. Um, and 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 again, um, I just want to hear your thoughts on use in the sauna, use in a cold plunge, because we know there's a lot of people out there. It's, it's trending right now. What are your what are, what is your your thoughts there? Absolutely. Sorry. That's such a great topic. And like I said, we love to nerd out on the science and we had a lunch and learn internal lunch and learn all about the benefits of heat, hot and cold therapy. Um, so absolutely. The, the saunas are great and you can certainly wear one in a sauna. You can absolutely wear the CGM um, in regular water, not salt water. So they are not approved for um, ocean swimming. That's why you have to put sort of a special bandage on. I said, we have surfers and stuff. So you just have to put a special waterproof bandage on. Um, <laughs> I, did, uh, I didn't know that. Okay, good. Yes, good to know. yes. Um, but absolutely. So the cold, the, the cryotherapy, the cold plunges, it is amazing what your glucose will do. Now, these are short term 
um, you will see short-term changes in your glucose from a sauna will um, increase your glucose. The cold plunge generally tends to drop it down pretty low. Um, this won't necessarily change your baseline overall, but it can over time help your average glucose lower down. Um, but what these are so great for is also just helping with your inflammation, um, helping regulate your body temperatures, all that kind of stuff, all this, the internal stressors. So we love using these things. They're all safe and approved. The CGM is safe and approved for these um, hot and cold therapies. Uh, and I've even seen it, you know, people go swimming in a lake and all of a sudden their glucose drops right down. I go, you know, what were you doing on Saturday afternoon? They're like, oh, I went swimming in a lake, you know, a cold lake and their glucose goes right down um, and mm. kind of hangs out down there. Or, you know, someone's out, um, you know, golfing or something in the direct sunlight and their glucose goes up and I'm, you know, I have to explain, even though they're golfing and they're walking or whatever, you know, even that heat um, can, can increase your glucose. A lot of times that's also due to dehydration, just simple, mm. even sort of yeah. mild dehydration changes the composition of your interstitial fluid. Remember, that's what the CGM is measuring, your interstitial fluid. So any changes in your uh, hydration status can be reflected in your data. And, and to add to that, I think how it can change someone's baseline is reflective upon how often they're doing some of these things, right? right. So, which tells me what I'm hearing is that if you are interested in, in trying to affect your baseline and, and just be healthier, you should be looking into the things that might get you what you're looking for, right? So this this young lady that went to go swim for in a lake, you know, imagine her, uh, you know, doing an ice bath, maybe doing cryotherapy, maybe going for long walks after every meal. I mean, I, it makes sense that it would affect her baseline over overall if she's doing these things constantly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be, you know, difficult to get to. It's just sort of looking around your environment and saying, you know, what can I do? What simple changes can I do to really improve my life and, and improve my health? I think it's it's fascinating what people are capable of doing and finding in their own neighborhoods. Well said. All right. Um, well, I think like we've we've touched on enough about, uh, I mean, we could obviously talk for hours about uh, all these things because I can tell you, you can geek out like I can for sure. Um, but before we start to kind of wrap up, is is there anything that you that you experience a lot in terms of questions from some of the clients, especially first timers? Are there some things that stand out that you'd like to address? Yeah, I think, you know, like I said, we get people coming through with all different kinds of background, right? Background history. Um, men, women that are coming at this because they want to improve, right? And so, or or they kind of want answers. They just have a lot of questions. They say, you know, why am I feeling this way? What's going on? And we just really like to A, provide education. Um, and our website has an incredible uh, blog that we call the journal. Um, we've written so many wonderful, um, bite-sized, really science-based um, articles that you can kind of get a sense for how does glucose impact look, I mean, look at all the different uh, topics that we have. Um, you know, it could be weight loss. It could be a, an underlying condition like, a, you know, PCOS, type 2 diabetes, things like that. So, you know, we like to say when you're first coming to us, you know, keep an open mind and have all of your questions ready because there is a trained professional there waiting to help you um, and really helping you not only understand the data that's coming through, but helping you set those actionable items. So, you know, we love working with 
health coaches. We love working with trainers. We love working with functional doctors that are helping on that end as well. And they love to look at the data that, you know, that we're supplying to their, to their uh, patient. Um, or a coach is, you know, a health trainer is saying, well, you know, I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to improve body composition and we can say, okay, this is what's happening during their workout. You know, we, it can really be a team approach. I don't think anyone has to do any of this stuff alone. Um, and we're certainly there to help work with any other professionals that, uh, you know, their clients might be using the CGM. I think, you know, more cooks in the kitchen, the better. <laughs> right, we're, all, right. we're, we're all smart. We're, we all want the best for the people that we're helping. Um, and so I think when people come to this, it's, you know, come, come with an open mind, be willing to, you know, try things, experiment, maybe change up your breakfast, add in a little bit of walking, be willing to experiment with your body uh, is really helpful. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and I, I also want to make sure that, um, you know, like with, with most things, uh, especially when I bring people onto the show and we're talking about different services and products and things like that, like I always like to offer, um, you know, if, if it's available, a discount code and things like that. And we'll, we will include all of that. Um, and I want to make sure that this is still accurate, but um, uh, I just sent a link to Gordon so that he can include this in the show notes. So we do have a link and um, the discount code that I have for everyone is Josh25. Um, and we'll just make sure that that's all still accurate and up to date. But um, I want to make sure that people get a, a chance to at least try this. And then it you know, you can take it upon yourself to then determine if you want to continue doing it. Because if you're like me and you like to have fun and geek out on the data, then why not? You know, it's just like this. It's like having this accountability partner with you on your arm by your side, literally by your side all day, every day for however long you decide to do it. I think it's a, it's a very good service. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's jump into our last two questions. So um, this this gets fun because I love to kind of like pick in the brains of of those that are that I'm chatting with. What is your top two pet peeves? What are two things that come to mind that just get under your skin? Well, the first one that comes to mind is um, the toothpaste. My husband doesn't use up the full toothpaste. He'll like <laughs> leave a little bit left. And then it's up to me to finish up the toothpaste. It's like a huge pet peeve. Like we've been married forever. And I'm like, oh, use the rest of the toothpaste. Um, <laughs> so that's a non-glucose uh, uh, related um, pet peeve. Um, I'm trying to think of a glucose related pet peeve. I, or, or can they both be non-glucose related? It, it can be in, from anything. But I would offer this. Have you tried getting one of those like clamp things that you roll? <laughs> no. So it makes it easier for him? <laughs> Maybe. Just maybe, just maybe throw that in there. For his birthday, I'm sure he'd appreciate that. <laughs> there you go. Passive aggressiveness. <laughs> yeah, passive aggressiveness, but I am serious, okay? <laughs> but um, don't mess up, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Right on the counter, yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, I think another another probably unfortunate one of mine is like, you know, inefficiencies. I, I think I, maybe as a dietitian or, you know, just as a mom or maybe a vestige of working in the financial industry is sort of like, if there's an inefficiency, like let's, you know, let's fix it. Let's, let's you know, try and like streamline everything. Um, and that's why I love working for a startup. I think NutriSense is amazingly agile. Um, they're always trying different things. They're, they're always rolling out, you know, new, new updates to their app. Um, there's always new information for us to send out. Uh, so I just love the the efficiency and the speed and the action uh, that uh, a tech startup like like NutriSense is doing. It's it's awesome. Beautiful, beautiful. 
Okay. Um, those are great. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, the yeah. last question is one of my favorites by far. And the question is, what is something you're most grateful for? I mean, my kids, my family, I, I feel like I, I just feel so lucky that I have a wonderful family. I have three, you know, slightly feral children, but <laughs> they're good. They're pretty good you know, on, on the regular. Um, but they just, I think if you have kids or if you ever plan to have children, or if you're just around kids, um, they open your eyes to how the world works in a different way. Um, and I think it reminds me constantly that, especially with my clients um, and my coworkers, always keep an open mind. You just don't know how someone else is seeing, how, mm. how they're seeing the world, how their day is going. You know, you can you can try and, you know, make everything perfect for your kids or your family, but life happens. And so you have to keep an open mind to see what their perspective is. And they come at you with some funny things. <laughs> they sure do. With it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well said. Thank you for sharing that. And um, I have two kids. I have two small kids. And um, the very similar to what you pointed out, some of the things that I've learned from having two small kids is patience, <laughs> right? Patience and empathy. Yeah. Right. And, and I think like, like you, you hit the nail on the head by saying like you, when you see things from their perspective, because, you know, we were once that, that, right. We were once kids. And I remember thinking the world was so big and there were so many things and the world is big, right. But to a little kid who have, everything is a new experience for them. Right. And so who are we to say that their, their experience, their reality is not correct. Right. Cause like, like when, when I, I really have to kind of check in with myself to tell them don't do this and don't do that because my son, especially my son, he's almost four. He's like, why, <laughs> you know, why not? And I'm like, touche, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Touche, you know, this is more fun. <laughs> Right, right. It's more fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, how can um people best? I mean, obviously we've shared their website and things like that, but like, how can people best keep in touch and you know connect with you and NutriSense? What are some of the best ways to do that? Yeah. Well, I we are we are on Instagram at NutriSense IO. Uh, I think we're on YouTube. We are I think on TikTok. Uh, you know, we are we're all over the place. Um, definitely check out our website. Again, I think the journal is just this like awesome resource that, you know, even if you're not wearing a CGM, it's you know free for anyone to look. Um, you don't have to have a membership or anything for it. Um, and um, absolutely engage with us on, on Instagram. We have some great videos, the dietitians show experiments, um, you know, he ate this, she ate that, this is what happens. Uh, we have some, we have some great testimonials up on our Instagram as well. Um, yep, there's my friend Amanda, my colleague Amanda, and she put one on. Um, and we do Science nice. Tuesdays. There's just a ton of information up there. That's that's what our um, our monitor looks like, or the the app looks like when you're getting your data. Um, it's all good stuff. Beautiful, yeah. Um, I, I love seeing people's graphs and charts just because, you know, nowadays there's there's a lot of content creation going on, and and I'm obviously a part of this world, and um, it's I think it just helps people to kind of understand, like you know what, just try it, and and that's what I want to lead with is and lead and leave with is just try it, just give it a shot. I think the uh, if I if I remember correctly, my discount code works for the first time um, setup, um, but you know 
uh, reach out, use the service as much as you can, because why not? You get a chance to talk to great people like Catherine. Um, and, uh, you know, if you got any questions that that I might be able to help address, especially when it comes to setting up and things like that, I'd be happy to, to help. Um, but yeah, thanks for your time, Catherine. I very much appreciate it. Oh, Josh, this was awesome. I love chatting about all the things glucose, but also just, you know, life in general as parents. <laughs> right, right. Never want to yeah. do a parenting one, call me. <laughs> hey, we're always looking for great guests. So, you know, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Um, and to all the listeners and all the viewers, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for hanging in there with us. Again, please feel free to, to use the links that we put out. Feel free to share this content because if there's someone that can benefit beyond yourself, then uh, this helps me to do what I do best, which is to try to help people live better lives. So thank you for your time. And until next time, this is Josh signing out. Peace. Simply walk the top. Walk the talk, talking facts Move like me, but I move a little fast Make my move, here to last Fast in these belts, I'm coming past Take care of me, longevity Hack my biology, better believe Walking the talk, so mind and body connected Better come give us a listen